Roll up, roll up, ladies and gentlemen, to the greatest podcast on earth. Step right up and experience the magnificence that is the Two Ring Circus Podcast. You'll gasp, <gasps> you'll laugh, <laughs> and you'll be amazed at what comes next. Amazing. Don't worry about the smell. It's just the stars of our show, Tom Italiano. Oh, hello. And Matt Bradshaw. G'day. Welcome. <laughs> Here we are. Hello, mate. Could be for the final time. Yeah, could be. You never know. You got to take. I don't mean to be. Uh, yeah, I don't mean to be dark there. I just like you. Just got to take these things um, for not for granted. What's the opposite of that? Don't take it for granted. Yeah, they're that. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been a long year. Okay. <laughs> We're in March already. Yeah, that's um, wild, isn't it? Yeah, uh, Dom's referring to the fact that I've got a touch of coronavirus. Oh no, wait, no, he's not. Is that Dom Phantom <laughs> I was trying to hear in my head whether that would scan or not, but it, it almost did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm croaky and shit. Yeah. Mm. Rough. Rough. You had a big week, a big emotional week last week, and then you went and had a party. Do you think that's what it is? Oh, yeah. I think it's yeah, all this yeah. factor. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I mean, talk about just one, a bit sick. it's footy season again almost, and, you know, it's, it's all the one percenters. They all add up. NBA have cancelled their, um, suspended their season. Suspended the their season. Yep. Whoa. How's that? And uh, Donald Trump has suspended all flights between US and Europe. Yep. Can I ask you, I want you to. interest, mm-hmm. is it, how much of the, um, I mean, obviously it's a responsible thing to do is to make such changes mm-hmm. um, as well, so... Let me be clear that I'm not, although I come across often as cynical, I'm just more exploring the idea. Is Uh there an element that we live in a really litigious society and they go, do you know what? We are not going to be seen to be responsible for, Hmm. like, let's say, for example, you worked in the NBA. Yep. Or you owned a stadium, Mm -hmm. right? And your staff members. Both those things are true, by the way. So. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's not a it's not a leap for you to. A mental no. leap for you to be. A I was too short, even leaping, I couldn't reach. So I ended up just having to buy a team. Very good. And a stadium. Well, you could probably do that in Australia. You could probably afford to buy an Australian team. We'll be able to soon. <laughs> um, is there an element where they go, if you own a, own a building or the organisation and the person and you decide that you are not going to, you're going to. Business as usual, for example, and your employees come to work because they're obliged because they work for you, and they contract uh, an illness. Now, this could happen with any illness, but it just happens to be one that is known to be highly contagious and is a worldwide problem at the moment. But you say, "No, business as usual." People go, "All right, cool. Well, I'll go to work then." They get sick, they die, and obviously leave their family in a bit of a mess, um, well then, you know, all fingers point to you made a bad call and you're responsible for that 
you're responsible for that. Mm. So I imagine there's a huge element of people going, you know what? It's not just that we don't want to put people at risk because the, because the illness is here. Like, you know, and I, I imagine that it's not just the element of not exposing people to it. It's like, well, the longer you, the people don't get exposed to it, the more chance it just takes a long time. It just takes longer for them to get exposed to it. You know how, like, you know, we all get exposed to the flu yeah. every year. We all get exposed to it. Some people don't get sick. Some people get, get sick to one degree or another. And some people, unfortunately, don't survive it. But we all will get exposed to it. Mm. And usually quite quickly in the flu season. Mm. And then it's over and done with. But, you know, these, I guess what I'm trying to say is. It might you, be, um, in answer to your question, it might be uh, country dependent. And so I don't think it's cynical of you. Just, 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 that's the coronavirus. It's affecting my tongue more than anything else. Um, uh, I don't think it's cynical of you to suggest that that might be the case, but I suspect if it is that it's much more prevalent in a place like the United States of America than it is in Australia, for example, which is a much more litigious society yeah. in general. So we get that a bit closer to you. You're not registering so much on the... What's it? It's because I'm speaking quietly. Oh, well, there you go. Because you've got a croaky voice. Because I've got a croaky voice, dude. Ugh. So, I don't know. It hadn't it hadn't crossed my mind that that could be part of it. But, well, just you know, that, I don't run a business, so it quite easily could be part of it. You're right. Well, I'm just wondering if there's an element where they go, look, the responsible thing to do is, the responsible thing to do is, like, look, let's not expose our employees uh, and, you know, civilians to it in our place of work, um, but very, you know the next step of that is well, mm. I got it while I was at the Grand Prix because you let those Italian Ferrari guys in. <laughs> uh, I had uh, I bought tickets for Sun Yun. Uh, yeah, don't, don't don't worry about me. It's all right. Black shirt, black it's coffee, you'll be fine. Brittle on you. Um, <laughs> which is a Chinese dance company uh, for the girls and I for Christmas. Um, yeah. And as it turns out, they miscalculated when they were available and they couldn't go on the Saturday night. I'd planned for us to go anyway. I managed against all odds to get refunds for those tickets, which is just quite incredible at the art centre, blah, blah, blah. And it's up to the company to decide whether they do a refund or not. So they did. So that's great. Um, but... They're not in the country yet. I don't know if they'll be allowed to come, will they? <laughs> not from China. Wouldn't have thought. No, Even, well, I mean, the, currently you, they're banned. China, China, Italy. Yeah, are I mean, there must be. Country. Yeah, I'm sure there's avenues. I mean, there was a lot of planes in the air after 9/11 too, but um, despite the ban, so there's always ways and means. Mm. Yeah, it's. Um, but yeah, it's scary. I did wonder. It's really scary. Is it? Yes, it's scary because um, it's uh, well. It's scary for many reasons. Obviously, um, well, we won't talk about some of them, but um, I think it's scary that something something unknown can think we can react so strongly to something unknown so quickly when really things like this oh, that's kind what of happen all the time. It's, I thought you uh, meant coronavirus is scary. Well, it's scary if you get it. And you get really sick, but like, sure. you know, you know. Yeah. 
you know, people's reaction to it. Yeah, yeah, it's that's really scary. Beyond all, oh. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, it's it's quite remarkable. I went to my local supermarket hoping, uh, like last week, hoping to be able to snap a picture of um, shelves completely filled with toilet paper and stuff, you know, just so I could um, once again point out the extremism of mainstream media. But um, no, no, the shelves were empty. Oh, the shelves were empty. Everywhere. There, there, yeah. were, there were no boxes of tissues and there was seven rolls of kitchen paper and there were no nappies and there was no baby formula and that... I don't know. It was. I, I need to think of a word to 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 portmanteau my anger, frustration, disappointment. Afranga, afrastranga, anger, frustrus, mm, sad. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, I think. Um, I th- how much of the toilet paper thing uh, is the fact that. Um, a hundred rolls of toilet paper takes up a whole aisle, but a hundred packets of pasta takes up, you know, a box the size of our head. Mm. So the same amount of purchases actually, you know, like if if a hundred people go in and buy a, a packet of pasta and a packet of toilet paper, yes, right. Visually, it doesn't look like any pasta's gone. Like it just because it's a square box like that of pasta. Right? Uh-huh. But 100, 100 packets of toilet paper is a whole aisle of toilet paper. It's like, for me, it doesn't seem, for me, I walk down the aisles and I go, oh, well, you know, if I wanted to buy, if, if I wanted to buy a year's supply of toilet paper, right, it'd take a whole room of my house. Right. But a year's supply of pasta or a year's supply of Tim Tams, we'd be like, oh, that's just in the bottom cupboard out of the way. Like, so there's an element of when 100 people buy toilet paper like that, right? <laughs> sure. It goes, oh, my God, there's no toilet paper in the supermarket. Oh, my God. Yeah, because that's, that's the noise you would make. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? So, like... Uh, okay. Yeah, no, not really, but, yeah, I understand. One thing's bigger than the other. Small, far away. Yeah. But that's <laughs> a, well, what I mean is, oh, my God, there's no toilet paper in the supermarket. Well, when you go to the supermarket and watch people shop, right, they buy a packet of toilet paper. Oh, yeah, the physical amount of space dedicated to toilet paper... Uh, by volume, by how much a roll of toilet paper, how, by the size of a toilet, roll of toilet paper versus the size of a packet of pasta is also proportional. There's not a shelf an aisle long dedicated to pasta. No, but that's my point. So when people go and buy pasta, for exa- yes. example, right? But if you bought, what I'm saying is if you bought, if you took one packet of toilet paper and one packet of pasta, if, every, if 100 people did that, yeah. The shelves would still be both empty if there was a hundred. Yes, yes, that's true. Right, but the space that required for a hundred packets of pasta yes. is tiny. Yes, the space required for toilet paper. So yes. when all the pasta's gone, yes, doesn't look like a big deal because it's just that much space. Oh, okay. That's what. That's where this. That's, oh, I'm just looking at the the psychology of why people are freaking out, right? Because they're not freaking out about food not being on the aisle because um, in the same way, not no, in the same no. way. No okay. one's yeah, no, no one's fighting over the food. Yeah, I guess. Right, and that's what I mean about like it looks drastic. I think toilet paper's been the big driver, though. Big, I think that big, it has actually been the big, the big ticket item that has been going missing. There are still tins of tomatoes on the shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which people are saying, 
aren't there as well. Well, there are. Yeah? Yeah, well, they are there. Well, mm. there's lots of places where there is no pasta. And I'm using that as an example because mm. you can go to any supermarket now and find no toilet paper and no pasta, mm. right? Because people are going, oh, well, that, that f- if I'm going to be locked away for six months, that like 100 packets of pasta is going to feed me for years. Yeah, I mean, if all else fails, you can always just go to Dom's parents' place. It's because pop shop, it's oh, full. Don't, I don't know about that. Also, don't go to my parents' place because my dad has a gun. Yeah, you're trying to steal my dad's food mm. in these times. <laughs> Is that the part you don't know about? What, the gun? No, I know about no, the gun. No, 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 about don't go to my parents' place. Yeah, well, or I don't was, go to pop shop. I was, it's full. Pop shop's full? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know that my mum and dad have separate cupboards, separate pantries. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no, I'm reliably informed that pop shop is loaded to the gunnels and always was. Mm. Nothing to do with... Hoarding no, 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 for no. this purpose, yeah, it's hoarding for in case they get snowed in. That was the story your mum told me <laughs> years and years yeah. ago. They got snowed in, yeah. and your dad said, "This will never happen to us again." Well, that might be that. That's a true story, yes. But it's definitely when you live forty minutes from the nearest shop, you make sure you always got one of everything in the cupboard. <laughs> Whereas most of us don't. We just go, "Oh, I'm just going to pop to the shop to buy some toilet paper." Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm. I know when I got back from Europe, I said to you that I was going to use everything that was in my pantry because um, I had a lot of stuff in my pantry. Um, I didn't, so I'm okay. You can come and move in with me. We'll be fine. <laughs> we'll be all right. Uh, also, uh, I subscribe to the online delivery service Who Gives a Crap, um, which is all recycled toilet paper and the profits go to building toilets in third world countries. So i got a big stockpile of toilet paper at my place as well. But apparently they don't have any paper that they can send out to people who haven't got their stockpile yet. No, that's true. Mm. They said they were going to, I mean, I haven't looked up, they said they were going to honour everyone who had outstanding subscriptions. Right. Hmm. Yeah. And it's only just they've got lots of new people (laughs) jumping on board. I've got some toilet paper because I walked into the supermarket to buy some socks the other day and when I got... Because you ran out of toilet paper? (laughs) We all know that story. (laughs) Um... So I picked up the pair of socks, I walked to the end of the aisle, and at the end of the aisle just happened to be the toilet paper aisle because at this supermarket the toilet paper was on the back wall. Turned the corner and there was a woman and two security guards right, giving out packets of toilet paper to people who are in the queue. And I think I must have just turned the corner at the time and there was no one there. And she just came. And she had, I was like, oh, okay, I'm not, I'm not even here for that, but um, I guess we're running low, you know. Did you feel guilty? No, because I paid dollars for it. Did you feel like anyone was looking at you as you were leaving? No. no so this fucking guy. No, I don't think anyone mm. begrudges anyone of... Oh, I absolutely think they do. I oh, know, I just... I don't think... <laughs> I don't think anyone begrudges anyone of not filling up their... Like, oh, I have a packet. I was like, oh, yeah, better give me two. Anecdotally, I've heard that people feel guilty just simply by going to the, to the supermarket and buying a full pack of toilet paper. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which... I can understand. I can understand why they would feel like that. Why? Okay. I knew you wouldn't be able to, but I can. So. Well, no, I, I didn't say that I wouldn't be able to. I asked you why. <laughs> why can I understand it? Yeah. Because no, I... no, what, So what is it? So, okay, I'll be more specific. What is it you understand when people say, I feel guilty having toilet paper? Uh, because of the way they would potentially be judged by... Other people seeing right. them walk out of a supermarket with a right, ten so pack of toilet paper. Don't sort of feel guilty as much as I feel like. What's wrong, buddy? Oh, he's all over the joint. 
Um, okay, that means something different to me then. Like I feel I'm concerned about how people judge me, not that I'm concerned about how I feel about it because of my personal moral compass. Like when I feel guilt, it's not because I think anyone knows about what I've done. It's because I know what I've done. Sure. So I'm I'm not concerned about how I'm being judged by other people in the world. I'm concerned about how I feel about my behaviour. Mm. Oh, it's it's good. It's displays a vast amount of emotional intelligence. Lots of people don't have that. Apparently. <clears throat> What's this dog's name that's so upset about this the world? This is Bud. Bud's going to go in the house now. I think what's happened is Rosie may have arrived at home and he loves Rosie. Come on then. Here you go. Well, who doesn't love Rosie? Um, some people, I've heard. <laughs> oh, <okay>. Anecdotally. <laughs> okay. I was hoping that was rhetorical. No, some I people. felt like it was. Well, I love her. That's all that fucking counts. Yeah, I reckon that's right. Um, which brings us on neatly to the Anywheres Project. Which is why we're here. We're at, uh, last time we were here, I was recording a record. Yeah. And this time I'm doing the Anywheres record with the other, I don't know, would she be the Any and I'm the Where? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Rose and I have written a bunch of songs and weirdly we decided before we went out and gig them we just record something because there's a good chance that if you just go out and gig then you never find time to actually record your song so we figured hey let's record the songs first and that will be an incentive to go out and play together um, and now that all our gigs are getting cancelled anyway because of corona we might just have to go out and busk <laughs> have you lost gigs yeah 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 right yeah um I mean, I don't, I don't really do many private functions and stuff or like, you know, corporate bookings where, you know, the bank decides they're not having their ball, mm. um, which is good. But um, I think there's a couple of venues that are feeling the pinch and so they're shutting up shop for the time being. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, that's interesting. How many have you lost? Six. One? Six Thursdays. Just Thursdays. Oh yeah, okay. Um, I know that place. Yeah, um, but that. Won't I thought you meant little venues. I thought you meant the Brandon, for example. No, well, I mean that may end up happening. It may not. I mean, I think probably out of all the places I play, that'll be the last place. I haven't seen it. Numbers wise, I haven't seen it impact any of the gigs I'm doing yet. Like everything's as busy or as quiet as it ever was. Okay, Crown is dead. Yeah, but the gigs Crown. I'm doing there are the same. Okay. Uh, I think, yeah, I think I've seen the last three weeks. Here's the thing. Um, I mean, I'll I'll be playing there with the band on Saturday night, which is usually a lineup to get in. More often than not, a lineup to get in. You will, it'll be interesting too because Saturday night is Grand Prix night Mm -hmm. as well. So there will be plenty of people potentially still in Melbourne. Oh, sorry, travelling to Melbourne from inside Australia. Mm. But on the, we often do gigs on quiet nights at what are off, well, called off nights. Yeah. And um, in the building is quite odd, 
palpably obvious there are significantly less people, and it's yeah, just yeah, because when we like walk through know, to those gigs, yeah, because there's you know no none of the Chinese tourists are staying in the hotel, so yeah. half the hotels open. So I imagine Saturday night actually it might be still a bit busy because the yeah. Grand Prix crowd. I, I anticipate it will be. Yeah, but I still I think it'll be down. Given that, um, you know, Chinese are pretty racist and never come to my gigs anyway. Mm, I put it down to racism. Yeah, well, that's a logical explanation. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Um, but I think our I think our gigs are down because there's a lot of people with out an expendable. Well, they don't they have an uncertain income and they're like, well, I'm not going out because I'm a casual worker and I don't know what my shifts are going to be for the mm. next month. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very, very, very tough for workers on a casual wage, who are oh, well, like being I said, like I just took are, a, you know, well, their, their places of work aren't. Yeah, yeah, I just took a twenty percent hit per week, just, uh, just from, I mean, you know, we, you know, that's the nature of our work, but so I mean, so yeah, Matt Hetherington posted today that that he's already getting gigs cancelled because he's all are all corporates. Yeah, and yeah, of course, does, he does a lot of through the year stuff as well, yeah. more than you and I do. Corporates, yeah, he does the. Events. I would, yeah. I would expect, and I hope reasonably expect that by the time the end of the year rolls around, uh, that everything that was in place will still be in place. Yeah, right. Well, the reason, well, the reason why that may not be the case is because a lot of those businesses will have suffered so much Correct. financially that they can't afford to put on that. That's party absolutely again. right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, guess we'll see how we go. Oh. I often say, what's the worst that could happen? But I know what the answer is, so. What's the worst that could happen? Well, that there's no one left around to have those functions anyway. What's the worst that could happen? Jesus Christ. I mean, that's unlikely, but. It's very unlikely. Some people are going to, a lot of people are going to be personally impacted by losing members of their family over this, that we, that we know. No. Like older, particularly older people. No. That are vulnerable. Won't happen. Okay. I predict we won't lose anyone we know, nor will any of our friends. Okay. I like, well, that's a prediction that I find very optimistic and I'm going to take it on board because I prefer to have that one than my own. Yeah. Yeah. yeah optimism helps. It does. Hmm. Look, Tom Hanks has got coronavirus. It's all fucked. <laughs> and he's in Australia. Yeah. So, so that means we've all got it. Well, I don't think that's how it works, is it? Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think the, the, the financial impact it's going to have, um, the, the trickle-down financial impact it's going to have on all of us is probably of bigger concern, I think, than the, the actual health ramifications. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, you shut... You shut people's places of work. They a they can't earn money. People can't spend money, and yeah. and then it's like, well, but there are lots of situations where um, you know the the money obligations are not going to stop. So, for example, we're all you know anyone's got a mortgage or rent. Like that's yeah. that's not something you go well. Um, I mean, maybe there will be some places that go. We we all know you're you're impacted. We'll give you a three month mortgage holiday until mm. you know. They'll, maybe the banks will do st- stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean, I know. Who knows? Our um, our sorry leader has just uh, sorry, our dear leader has. Uh, doesn't, it's all bad. Um, 
just announced a $1.73 billion stimulus package. Oh, well, I've seen, I think I've seen five different numbers, stimulus package numbers in the last 24 hours. Yeah, so. right. Oh, I was reading the ABC this morning. I, I generally trust them. Yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, I just got back from Tasmania, um, uh, which was lovely. And we, uh, I'll, I'll tell more lovely, happy things about that in a second. Um, but in Tassie, there was no cases in Tassie. And then they actually, they have a patient zero in Tasmania who had been in Nepal, got back, felt a bit unwell, got tested. And then while he was waiting for his results, went to work at the Grand Chancellor Hotel, which is quite a volume kind of establishment. Um, and then went to a nightclub and then tested and then the results came back and he was positive. Uh, so I have a mate of mine that works at the Grand Chancellor. So he's been in quarantine till the, he's a casual worker. He's got two casual jobs. Can't go to either of them. He's been in, he's in lockdown until 21st of March. March, yeah, next week. Yeah. Uh, his partner's got a government job, but he has to stay at home as well. So. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <clears throat> and that is from one story about one selfish person. Or at the very least, unthinking person. Unthinking, yeah. Yeah. But you would think a health professional, if you were feeling unwell, you went and got tested, they would say, now this means you can't go out in public. So I think... It, and I, I know I'm, I'm assuming that that would be a conversation that a health professional would have with someone that is being tested for coronavirus. But I reckon when, that's a reasonable assumption. Where was the first, when did that person get tested? I don't know. Yeah, because I think there's, I mean, the way these things, where these kind of bugs multiply too, it's like, oh, that's over there, that's blah, 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 blah. And then like suddenly it's like, actually, no, this is, I, I think it's crept up on, I mean, yeah, I know. Oh, that, that's, yeah, that's I absolutely mean, true. And, and, and that's why I kind of like, I was chatting with another friend of mine down in Tassie and saying, am I wrong to be so nonplussed by this? Not blasé, but nonplussed. Because I just, I, I, you know, we've spoken before about how, you know, nothing's ever going to happen to me. So. Well, I, I guess there's an element for me where I, I consider it just thinking like, actually, look, we're all going to get exposed to it sooner or later and most people are going to be okay and some people some people are going to have a, a severe sickness and they're going to recover and then some people are not going to make it like like what happens with lots of things right i just think there's an element of this one where it's like it's you know it's it's up what are they saying it's like a, up 19 to 20 times more virulent than the standard flu that we get exposed to hmm. Right, so um, it's you know it's it's there's that element of well you know it's it is different enough. So I mean, there's been blasé, and there's also it's also inevitable. But you just kind of go well. I guess I'd rather be exposed to it and see how I go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my um, natural inclination isn't to shut myself away and barricade the door with rolls of toilet paper rather than going out to work. Yeah, yeah. Which I think, you know, I think it's probably most people's response. And then they've gone out, you know, someone's gone, well, I'll be fine. So everyone will get sick. And then they've got, you know, it's it's actually. I'm thinking of taking a cruise to the Maldives. It's half price. Well, it should be. 
you've been there, haven't you? No. Oh, no, Mauritius. Just cruises. Like, I just don't get it. Yeah, I've never been. Yeah. One for it. My yeah. parents loved theirs that I put them on. They came back. <laughs> Weird. You sent them too early. That was a um, joke. It was definitely a joke for people who are just listening and not watching the f- expression on my face. That was a joke. So I was, uh, I was VTJB. Do you know what that means? I was Virgin there, Jetstar back. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, Does that mean something happened to you while you were there? <laughs> no, it, it, um, it meant that I had... Neglected to did. remember when my friend Nell, my friends Nell and Laura's wedding was, um, but obviously three months ago had looked at which the wedding was booked and it was in my calendar, um, and I had RSVP'd and everything was lovely, but I had also obviously looked ahead at my calendar three months ago, say, and thought that week in March is the first opportunity I'm going to have to go down to Tassie to see my family. So booked Monday, I had three nights off in a row, which seldom ever happens. So I booked Monday to Wednesday and then I was doing a gig with another mate of ours and I said, when is Nell's wedding? He said, 8th of March. Ah. Hmm. Oh, I've already got I'm the flight. conveniently speech. flying to Tassie the next day. <laughs> oh, good. So uh, it's $155 for me to change my flight or I think 80 to book a new one. Oh, so... Oh. So I checked in for my for my Jetstar flight that would have gone on the Monday, even though I'd flown on the Sunday. No one got in touch with me to ask where I was. No, they don't. Is that weird? Hey, um, would they have called me out over the speakers? Because I was checked in. Yeah, I should have been on the flight. Yeah, well, they might have, but you weren't there to find out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had a really good Tiger experience because I went to Newcastle and... So I had a terrible target experience and I had a good one. I'm going to Newcastle uh, next week, next month, for the first time ever. Well, I didn't go to Newcastle. I went to Brisbane. So, But I'm going to Newcastle next in May, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I, want, I, booked that. I want everyone to rewind and just check. Far you out. definitely said Newcastle, I did. didn't you? Yeah, okay. yeah. No, I did. But then you said Newcastle. went, no, I gave you the wrong info. The thing <laughs> is, I have booked a flight to Newcastle for May. Okay. So, um, so I'm sorry. Why are you going to Newcastle in May? I'm going to record the next eight songs for my project. Is that in Newcastle? Or this next one is. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Fucking just trying on different stuff. You're That's very right. brave. I talked about you being brave the other day. Why am I brave? We'll come back to that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I went to oh, actually, Brisbane. Oh, it's funny. I, I will tell you about that. Tiger. Yes, Brisbane um, Tiger. So I booked the ticket online mm. and when it went to the confirmation page, like nothing happened, right? So I was I like. I hate that. Okay. So I didn't get an email. Mm-hmm. With a thing that you know, it says don't like leave or refresh the page for forty five seconds or something. Didn't get yeah. it. Yeah. Didn't get. Oh, I just stay there. I was like, okay, cool. I wait. I waited forty eight hours. Okay. Right to see to check my credit card. Yep. All right. Didn't go through. So I booked a flight again. Mm-hmm. I thought it was weird that the seat was unavailable, but I thought it's been forty eight hours. So yep. maybe someone else was. It's yeah. a nice seat. No worries. Um, you chose a seat. I always. I always buy that extra $12 seat at the front of the plane because huh. then I'm the last one on because I don't oh. have to queue up to make sure I get a fucking thing above, right? Mm. And also I don't have to... Because you're the last one on. Doesn't that, doesn't that mean there is no space up above because everyone's... You're right at the front of the plane. Mm. That air hostess person or host person mm. always finds room for your bag because you paid an extra $12 for your seat. 
But the other thing, Domitelli do you know why I do tax. this? Mm. Remember we went to... Fly tax. That's weird. Remember we went to Perth to see Steve, mm. right? And I sat next to a guy on the way back who did this the whole time. Mm-hmm. And his air mm. from his nostril kept hitting the hair on my arm for the whole flight back. So it's just like, you know what? Your arms are like camel's eyelashes. That, well, they're very sensitive. Mm. Yeah. So I figured... And, and fluttery in the wind. I figured the best way around this... Keeping is the sand and snot off you. I pick what seat I get, right? And I'm not like this. Yeah. And it's worked out great. Good. But so I did end up buying a suit, but I got to the airport to check in my guitar because I decided to take a guitar with me. And um, they're like, God, did you book this twice? I went, no. Well, actually, yeah, I did. But I didn't receive. And they said, okay, we'll just, there's a double booking. Um, you've clearly already booked into this one, uh, checked in. Um, we've taken it offline. Uh, that happens sometimes. Just call this number and they'll see what I can do for you. Two minutes I was on the phone. Mm-hmm. Refund straight away. Great. No worries. That's a good target story. Unreal. That's a target. That's a target tail. And the flight of the attendants. I say that's a every, target tail. That's a target tail. I didn't. I didn't realise it needed a, 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 a lollingerment. It fucking did. Yeah, I just can't even say. Give knowledge. me something. Yeah. So I'm brave. Why am I brave? Oh, because you. Because you choose to work with different people all the time. I was having a conversation with Musos while we were away, and I was yeah. citing you as an example. Uh, and I was speaking with some some muso and singer friends of ours. Ah. And the, and they don't work with different people all the time. Uh, well, I don't work with different people all the time. I I work with the same five people. Thank you very much. I just like the people who are in my band, and the people I do duo gigs with. And that's it. But there's a distinct difference between you and me in that respect. Is that you book almost all of your gigs, and you book people to play with you, whereas. I'm less booked than you, and so people book me to play with them. Uh, I do consciously no, I try. Think, I yeah, you you choose to. Yeah, you choose to work with different people. Um, I think that's brave. Okay. I mean, brave is probably too strong a word. Yeah, I was. I, I'm happy to get credit for something I've done, but I don't think I'm. No, 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 no. It's because yeah, okay. it's not like I book people that sing out of tune and play out of time, and then see if I still get the gig next month. Because that would be no. brave. They'd be like, oh, it's pretty risky. Let's oh, get no, this terrible musician to come be, in. That would be simply foolish. Okay. Yeah, and you're definitely not that. <laughs> yeah, anyway, but it was nice. It's it's um, And I was telling the story in a very positive way, which oh. is always nice, I think, when you get to tell positive stories about your friends. Yeah. Or even about your enemies. Oh, well, yeah. Keep your somethings closer and your somethings closer than that. Yeah, that you know, you just, yeah. So I went down to Tassie for uh, Nell on Laura's wedding, and it was lovely. Great. Did was you do re- some drinking? Yeah. But not big? Not uh, not falling over drunk, drinking. No shots. Really beautiful venue that's actually a family-owned estate that doesn't that's a, that is allowed, I think, by council to do 15 functions a year. Oh, really? So beautiful down by the river. All manicured gardens and really lovely. Uh Fantastic outside catering they brought in, local company that hasn't been doing it very long, husband and wife team, they were beautiful. And then um, you know, uh, beers and, and uh, some shivers. Um, Chivas Rogal. Um, um, just sippies. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then some, some, some beer. <laughs> but it's all right. It's all right. Uh, and then the next day we had a recovery party at the Waterworks Reserve, which is like five minutes out of Hobart, which has all been redone lately so it's all just dams and but then different sort of 
sites with their own barbecues and gazebos and I love a beautiful. Gazebo. And so the same caterers came and, well, and catered that function. What is the difference between a gazebo and a rotunda? Is rotunda shape? naturally yet yeah, round? And I think I think almost uh, and a, always in the centre of whatever. And a pergola is attached to a building. What the it? fuck? Like a veranda. What did you say? Pergola. I don't like that. Like a pergola. <laughs> fucking pergola, mate. Uh, well, yeah, no, I yeah, did right. realise that pergola had to have fucking in front of it. Well, I think it. I think it naturally does. <laughs> yeah, it's its natural state. Um. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is it attached to the building? Isn't it? Isn't that a veranda? Well, I think a veranda goes a veranda? around. What? Oh. Yeah. So is this a pergola? That I'd say this is a pergola. Yeah. I don't think anyone would agree with you. That doesn't mean that they're right and you're wrong, but it's very interesting to me. Huh. This is a deck with a pergola, <laughs> not a veranda know? attached to the house. As Cat would say, "Well, who knows?" That's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. That's your uh, that's your um, fiance. My finance. You're talking about. Hey. <laughs> it's did your I, finance. Did, eh? I, did I mispronounce it? That's really good. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, it, it feels. Yeah, that feels Actually, a little bit cynical. To be fair, <laughs> my finance, eh? To, <laughs> she's she might have to be my finance, eh? If I keep losing gigs. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. she's got a. She can job, work from she? home mm. for a while, at least, whilst mm. people still want energy. Yeah. Although she is. Well, that, uh, yeah, she does. She is a manager of employee services, so if none of them go to work, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, okay. I yeah. We better buy some more chickens. <laughs> I should have worked on my, my YouTube channel a bit more. Yeah. I should have worked on mine. I've got 119 subscribers now. Have you? Yeah. It's exciting. Mm. I'm two of them. You are two of them? Yeah. Hey, do you get emails whenever I put a video up? Yep. Oh, wow. You're a real subscriber. I am a real subscriber. I haven't seen your last two songs, though. Oh, well. Sorry about that. Yeah, I just haven't. Got, right. I just haven't quite got around to it. You've I do been away. It's busy. I it's almost busy. didn't write the last two songs. It's been that busy. Mm, shit, dude. Yeah. Okay. Hard. Anyway. Yeah. So I was Virgin there and Jetstar back. <laughs> um. Eh, Jetstar. I know. I know what you're going to say. Anyway. What's going to say? <sighs> Not you. Say. Them. Right. Just anyone. Uh, were delayed. Um, and. Then they made the announcement. This is for all guests. Guests, fuck off with you. You know, a guest who can pay for something. So passive aggressive, infuriating. Fuck off, guests. Treat me like one then. Yeah. Anyway, um, we invite all guests traveling on JQ715 to Melbourne um, to. Uh, and they're my to my, stay seated for the next three hours. No, to come over and weigh your bags before you bring them on board. Fuck you, fuck you. Make me line up twice to get on the fucking flight. Come over, weigh your bags, get them tagged, go back and sit back down again. Then wait to get called to get on your flight that's delayed. Fuck, and you, bullshit. So I did not. I went and got a beer, and sat conscientious, objectively. Objectively, <laughs> yeah. And what do you reckon happened when I did line up to get on my flight and showed my boarding pass and got on board? I'm going to say nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Dickheads. Yeah. Just fucking bullshit, busy work, fuck off. The airline industry needs a fucking massive revolution. Well, it's got one. Yeah, but not in yeah. a good way. Yeah. 
Yeah, dumb. Super dumb. Bullshit. I I now permanently travel with a hand weight thing. So do I. Because of when you and I went to wherever we went to and I got done for having a 10 kilo bag. Oh. Um, Don't recall that. Yeah, we went somewhere together. Okay. Perth. Went to Perth. Oh, that was there. That was on the way. I still don't recall. I mean, I recall going Um, there, but. I had a terrible experience on the way on the way back. Um, so I was just like, if I'm over, I also I also always travel with travel pants with like lots of little pockets. So I put on my hammer shoes in my pockets. Yep. But it's yeah, it's, travel uh, pants, travel pants. And at least like your response there, talking about it, which was obviously quite uh, you know justifiably frustrated. Mm. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Now that I take those precautions, right? I'm, I'm like, well, I'm like. I still don't go over and do the way thing when they ask, but I also know that. Well, if if they ask while I'm walking over yep. there, right? No worries. Mm. Yeah, no worries, because I know. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, guests, guests, fucked. I I very seldom fly, Tiger or, or Jetstar. I can't afford to fly Qantas everywhere. No, but I very seldom fly Jetstar or Tiger anymore. I pretty well. <clears throat> decided that whatever uh, sometimes I'll fly Jetstar because actually the schedules work better and that was the case with this one on the way back like I got to leave Hobart at half past eight at mm. night brackets well, ten past nine I begrudgingly travel anyone else but Jetstar that's only because I've got an airport seven minutes from where oh, I yeah, live dude, absolutely. so like you know it's like well I, you know I'll happily trade it's $89 yeah. AirAsia flights to Phuket at the moment do you want to go? Uh, There's one place I don't want to go. Oh, dude, it's so good. uh, It's Asia. Yeah, right. Yeah. I like food. Oh, yeah. No. It's wrong. I love you, but. And we're all entitled to our opinion, but yeah, it's wrong. No, I don't like. I don't. I still like Asian food. Yeah, and. and That's not true. I like some of it. I like some of it. I just don't like the sloppy stuff. I like. But that's any food. Like, it's, you know, I don't like sloppy food. I don't like. I like it What's to be clean. What's food? Well, like stuff with like all like in bowls of liquid. I like. I don't like soup or no, stew. No. So like it's not. That's not like racist. Oh shit! Stew's uh, in um in hospital again. Yeah, that's no good. No. Stew is uh, the lead David Bowie character in the show that you spent all that time mm. in the music for, and they haven't been able to put on all the shows because he's mm. had a respiratory infection. He they removed one point two five liters of liquid from around his heart. Gee whiz! So pericarditis. That's really full on. And he's got pneumonia, in the same lung on the same side of his heart. Wow! Mm. How does one get such sicknesses? Well, I guess pneumonia is bacterial, mm. isn't it? I don't know. And pericarditis is viral. Mm. Well, actually, it could be either, but I think this is viral. Wow. Well, no, I checked. It's viral. Okay. So, yeah, the stuff they pulled out of his lungs is a viral, viral thing, not an infection thing. So, <clears throat> uh, not a bacterial infection. Yeah, yeah. So, he's just, this is rest and relax. So, he was in a hospital once before. Yeah. Two nights and then went back to it, um, which, you know, which we all do uh-huh. as soon as we can as performers. Yeah. Like, you know, part of it's, part of it's ego. Part well, of it's the show must go on. Yeah, part you of don't it, want to let know, people down, other people. All of that stuff. Depending. It's not like he has an understudy, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. But that is what they're going to try and do to get through the rest of the shows. They're going to find people to kind of be a rebel all-star yeah. group, come in and do the thing. <sighs> you go? 
No. <laughs> no, I would. I, I would. I'd um. I, I couldn't go for the weekend. I, I've considered going for tomorrow night at least. But yeah, I don't know. Why would I go when I sound like this? Yeah, fair enough. This is bad. Yeah, this noise is bad. Like and it's it. been like it for three days. So, don't know how I'm going to go singing tonight. You'll be fine. Or tomorrow night. You're the only person I know that can not actually talk and still sing. Yeah, but it's, mm, that's... It doesn't mean it's comfortable. No. no. And hey, speaking of playing on. and singing and You've stuff... You've got to. Um, it's my turn to go and record guitars. Yep, good idea. Nice to see you. You too, brother. Yep. Welcome back to the mainland. It's funny, they do call it the mainland. Yeah. I went to Port Arthur. We should talk about it. It's tremendous. No, no, that's it. It was okay. just tremendous. I highly recommend it. It wasn't what I expected. Oh, good. I thought it was going to be like going to Ballarat. No, well, going to... <laughs> Sovereign the, Hill. Sovereign Hill. Yeah, yeah. And it's not at all. Yeah. It's a multi, multi-million dollar extravaganza. Sovereign Hill is too. Mate. Haven't been. Thought it was just all like, for Look at me sounding like I'm dust. defending Sovereign Hill. <laughs> <laughs> not. All right. Yeah. Eureka. Get some deodorant. Ah, see you later, biscuits. Stay safe. See you later, biscuits. Yeah. Goodbye. It's my saying. I can do it all with it. All right. <laughs>